You see this here magical item? It's a book. It looks blank. But I promise you it contains an entire campaign. You just have to sell your soul for it. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of How to Be a Great GM. My name is Guy and we're doing the song thing again, which I said I wasn't going to do, but I'm in a good mood. Right, we're talking about creating magical items that your party are going to love to hate to use. These are magical items that are not just a standard, yes, it's a sword of dragon slaying, yes, it's a sword of being a giant whale. No, 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 no. These are magical items that come with a moral problem, with an actual beefy issue that every time the players use the magical item, they have to sacrifice something of themselves. Now, why would you do this? Why would you create a magical item that, in effect, punishes the player characters for using it? Well, it's very, very simple. This creates an incredible amount of tension. Oh, well, we've got the lamp. We could use the lamp. No, we can't use the lamp. Remember what it did last time. But we're desperate if we don't use the lamp. All right, use the lamp. But I remember, I will remember you. It creates an incredible amount of tension. It creates a wonderful amount of heroic opportunity. I shall use the soul stone. I shall sacrifice my own soul to save the kingdom. Beautiful role-playing! I'm crying! No, you're crying! We're all crying! It's what we want out of our game. It's these kind of moral decisions. So, tension. Her heroicism. Un unmatched. And... The moral dilemma. Do we? Don't we? Should we? Shouldn't we? These magical items you drop into your game when you want to ratchet up your role-playing. And they provide an incredibly useful service in your game as well. So what are these magical items? Well, they can be anything. But they should be what you need in order to drive the players forward. So if the players in your group have issues... Let's say they can't survive on a certain type of plane or environment, but they need to go there for the reasons of their quests and things. They might have issues with that. Let's say they have particular issues with social interactions and no one there has the slightest inclination when they're being lied to because of circumstance. Maybe they have a particular issue with a particular type of monster. Perhaps they just are not getting the plot. They just have no idea what they should be doing next. They don't have any direction. Maybe they need direction. These are things that require special magical items. Because you as the GM are saying, here is a thing, use it, but don't abuse it. So what that also means is that these items, they need to bond to a particular host. So they can't just be transferred around because otherwise, with detrimental effects, the PCs might just say to a peasant, here, peasant, come with us. We'll give you a thousand gold pieces. Oh, and by the way, when we tell you to open up this book and read that sentence, yes, your soul will be consumed whilst you're eating it, but your family will be able to live forever. We don't want that kind of abuse, so it has to bond to a particular player character until that player character is dead, and then it can move on to the next player character. So there is that sense that this is it, folks. This is a get-out-of-jail-free card in a sense, but it's not free. There are severe ramifications that come with it. All of those things that I've listed before, reasons why the players might need these things. I gave my players a book that when you open the book, you actually get sucked into the book, but the book contains all of the information of the world. 
as it is happening, it's actually being written. You can read the current page where you read that you are reading about the current page. And at the same time, there are a thousand other pages that are being written of what is happening all over the planet at the same time. So once the character is inside said book, they have access to everything. They then have to go through a series of skill challenges to find the specific information that they are looking for. It's like, you know, using Google to find the recipe on how to make sponge cake. You will get thousands of responses. You have to use your savvy to know which ones are actually going to work and which ones are just fishing for your bank account. In this particular case, the book, when you find the information that you're looking for, you gain that information, but you slowly start to turn into pages yourself. So the players started to notice that their hands started to feel a lot like parchment. And then suddenly their hair started to get quite dry. And then one uh, time that they had used the book one too many times in a day, they started to notice that their leg was starting to feel quite weak. And by the end of it, they needed one critical piece of information. What should they do to defeat the ultimate necromancer? What was the weak point in the whole system? They opened the book, they found that weak point, they came out of the book, they said, this is it, this is the weak point, and then they burst into pages and joined the book. It was heroic, it was sad, it was powerful, it was useful. That was an amazing journey. Another one that works really well is a sword. If the players have difficulty killing certain types of monsters, or if there's a particular player at your table who just rolls poorly every single time they roll their dice, this particular type of sword has the soul of a demon inside of it, and all that it does is every time you swing the sword, the sword says, hey, I can make you kill this person, but for a piece of your soul. Now, there is no point, by the way, in creating these magical items if you aren't going to actually keep track of the cost. So, what I often do is if it's a super powerful magical item that can kill multiple people or has an instant death ray or things along those lines, I will say, right, it's going to take your soul every time you use this device. Your soul has 20 pieces to it. When you get down to piece number 19, you are basically a sociopath who feels nothing, cares for nothing, has no hope. And when that last little piece of your soul disappears, you become a mindless husk of a, a zombie. You have no soul whatsoever. The cost must be tracked. Otherwise, they'll just use it and you go, oh yeah, you feel a little bit poorly. No, 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 no. There must be an absolute cost. So those are magical items that I find really useful really convenient to help my players, but also to add in some wonderful opportunities for role playing. Drop it into your game. Let me know what magical items you've come up with if you think this is a good idea. I have never run a game where there haven't been magical items like this. Now, many times those magical items, by the by, the players will actually not use. They will morally choose to not use them. They have them, but they won't use them. That's a lot of fun too. The choice has still been made. They have access to it. It's there. They could use it, but they're choosing not to. That's brilliant as well. It's not a lost effort on your behalf. Until next time, thank you for watching. Hit that like button. Hit the subscribe button. A huge thank you to my patrons who've been getting bits of my creative world Braxia over the course of the next year. They're going to get a full uh, campaign setting and all those kind of wonderful things. Um, big thank you to all of you and, of course, to you all the way until the end and of course i have to say a big thank you to the editing goblin and the web goblin 
and all of the little goblins who make this channel successful and to continue operating. Until next time, I wish you and yours the happiest of gaming.